Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. My fucking god! Wow, we did it! I just had to come out to Gaga nine one one. I know it was a good call. Chromatica, we are here. Welcome to Chromatica Ball. Welcome to fucking Chromatica. Guys, thank you so much for coming out. You all look stunning. Yeah, you guys all look fucking gorgeous. New York does things a little differently. It does. It sure does. I saw Central Park from the plane and I went, this is my town. <laughs> then I literally like don't remember anywhere I'm going. And New York is also really going through inflation. 
I thought it was bad in L.A. No, no. I touched down. It's London. It's London town. New York is (laughs) experiencing the pound. (laughs) The pound went down to below a dollar, and now... Everything is like 50 pence. No, and I was like, God, you guys are fucking survivors, because... You guys I are. thought shit was expensive in LA, and you come to New York and pay a million dollars for nothing. You, <laughs> you pay a million dollars to downgrade your lifestyle and be degraded and feel like a peasant. And you're like, wait, what? But look really skinny and good doing it. That's the good thing, because it's too expensive to eat anything. <laughs> Too expensive to Uber anywhere. You're just walking. So you just I walk walked everywhere off, today. Yeah. I got my 12,000 steps in today. No, it's great. Woo! I went, I went to my AA meeting this morning. I'm feeling good! Give it up for AA! Woo! Give it up for New York being a haunted house that we love, though. I know. I had a hard entry to the city. You did? Well, guys, I really miscalculated my journey to LAX. You did. And I missed the cutoff of my flight like a true messy bitch. I So LA. I felt ashamed. I was like, I haven't done this since college, when I would be like so hungover in a cab, <laughs> willing, like salivating, knowing that I was going to puke, but talking myself <laughs> down and just like white knuckling. Yeah. And then I would miss my flight over and over. And then I just like responsibly missed my flight. It was a it was a cordial so, miss. Mm-hmm. It was a casual, peaceful. You yeah. Yeah. But it you was got just here. Like a soft fail. And then you got here and were greeted by. I got here and then trounced into the Sheridan Tribeca, which. Thank you, thank okay. you, because you know who chose that hotel. This you was a this was a rare miss of my hotel. My I'm a hotelier at heart. And I, I saw it, and it's fucking hard right now. It's BravoCon. People are here. They love October. Okay, you know what? I so everyone's fucking rising up all the price. I looked at all the nicest ones, and it was all... I can't afford it in general. I literally so I, thought you were Andre Balage up until I was. I was like, he chooses the hotels from here on out. I cannot be trusted. And it then was a rare miss. He goes... I'm, where are you staying? I'm staying at the Sheridan. I booked it. It's so nice. He goes, it's so incredible. It's so nice there. And I was like, that does not make sense to I, me. I fired but I up, also will trust. I fired up my Bonvoy app, and I went, there we go. The Sheraton. I, Even though I've like walked by that place when I lived here like every fucking week and was like, look at that shithole. Yeah, I was like, he goes, I dropped someone off at the lobby there, and I thought it looked stunning. And I was like, okay, like... Sheraton and nice and stunning don't belong no. in the same paragraph or even the same novel. But I was like, I trust Andre, so I'll book it. And I was greeted there by a lobby that shook me to my core. I was like, you know the like fake wood. It's like worse than a fake wood floor is like fake wood paneling on like a pillar. And I was like, am that I in all- sir? I was like, I'm in sir. That can, that can all be excused. Like, a hotel is a hotel, but they've added, like, bloody handprints for, for, yeah, Halloween, the- for Halloween. So you walk in and you're just like, there's, like, bloody footprints and, like, child handprints. And-, and at first I was charmed. I was like, oh, this is festive. Carrie's going to love this. And he was right. It is nice. And then I slowly began my descent to the 
eighth floor. <laughs> I stepped off the elevator, and my always I first look at the carpet and try and see if there's any stains because I there's nothing I'm going to do about it, but I'm going to make like a mental note. And there were stains sure everywhere. Enough. And I walked down the hallway, I see like a camera, and I was like, this is truly that fucking documentary of the girl that died in the DTLA (laughs) hotel and then ended up in the water tower. And I was like, that girl is me. Yeah. I'm her. It is. And I opened the door to my teeny little room with a terrified I was like where's the closet and then I saw this haunted like Ikea standalone like closet staring me right in the face and I was like he's in there and then (laughs) I also was like me wafted my room smelled lightly of piss and I was like what if you opened the closet and I was in there I would have been happy like Harriet the spy and the dumb waiter and Ursa Kit or the kits that By the way, speaking delightful. of dumbwaiters, really quick, has anyone been watching The Watcher? I've only, I'm one episode in and dumbwaiters plays a huge part in it, but Naomi Watts wears a fedora in her first, in the first five minutes. She's in her fedora era. She is in, Every woman. She's in her Joanne era. Yeah. You Fuck. all, you tell yourself, I'll never wear a hat. I am and rooting. And then for, the clock tick tock, tick tock. I am rooting for Naomi Watts. At all times, but God, she makes it hard. <laughs> she just wants to work. She's a worker. She's an amazing actress, but yeah. she, she and Nicole, um, two Aussie women who just won't stop working. Yeah, they really love to see single, it. Uh, them and Tom Cruise. Yeah, they are single-handedly keeping the biz afloat. They are. Speaking of the biz, guys, guys we're so blessed that you're here and you chose to be. Chose to come here. At the Bowery Ballroom tonight because we've heard some things about you know, old BravoCon. You had a choice. You had a choice, and you chose the right choice. And if you went, because I, love and respect to everyone who's gone, and like I would. Really, I love that. the great defender. Nothing, nothing but respect to those who decided to go to Bravo. I'm like, no, disrespect that. Disrespect them. They are disrespected. But we're, you're here, so you're. You're here, so your family. Yeah. And we decided, we were like, oh my God, are we forking BravoCon right now? As in anarcho-forco. We are anarcho-forcoing. We are anarcho-bravo. We are anarchists. We're anarchistas. And we are officially announcing that this, this right here. Is, we have forked BravoCon. BravoCon forked us. And if, I'm sure everyone has seen the now viral video of. Lisa Rinna walking out and being booed and cheered. Okay, so... And she came out and went, fuck you! And it yeah. was just that... Love, what, love her or hate her, and a lot of you hate her, but that was a, that was a rock star move. That was fucking rock star! She came out... That was rock star. So guns blazing. Now that we are officially... Greeted. A Bravo Forco. We're going to do things We're going to do things a little differently, and we really need our own rock star moment, so we're going to leave the stage. I'm like, so we're going we're to BravoCon. <laughs> like, they had an opening, and we're we got to go. We're hosting a midnight panel <laughs> of BravoCon with Lynn Curtin. No, we're going to leave... <laughs> We're going to leave this day with Vicky. Vicky. We're going to go Grigio girls with Vicky. (laughs) Um, We're going to leave this stage, and then we're going to come back on, and we want you guys to boo us 
louder than you've ever... I wanna, we want you like to truly make us think that you hate us. I want to feel your hatred I in wanna, my ribcage. The vitriol, the hatred. My molecules. Like, yeah, like, I want to be like, oh my God, like, wh- like I want... Scare me, yeah. okay? So we're going to do okay, that bye. now. Okay, bye. Can we get the entrance music on again, too? Just so I want the whole moment, you know what I mean? Pack that with my therapist when I get back to LA. That was a little like Midsummer scream cry moment. Yeah, where Florence Pugh. I, <gasps> I love oh. that. Taryn Toomey, the class. No? Yeah, it is. Thank you. Wow, that invigorated me. Well, speaking of housewives, this was a big week for a Kyle Richards. Community. Yeah, guys, have, I don't know if you saw. Halloween. That's Lara with Tony. <laughs> That's how I sleep with him at night. <laughs> Fully wrapped around, just staring into the abyss. Oh, sorry, you can see our like. It's kind of like mystery science theater. It's like. I think you get the gist. I want people are like ah, the real sad thing is I didn't get to see Kyle's photo. At the Sup Live show. Look at her claws. She's gaga. Yeah, she's very bad romance. Mm-hmm. She's. I saw this and I was like, time to step shit up. I was like, if Kyle's having a Glamazon photo shoot, anything is possible. An avant-garde photo shoot? Yeah, it was like, she's serving. She's serving with, with some muscle clad. This is what a Zempic does to you, I guess. Yeah. Azempic troopers. <laughs> your Azempic journey at the end, they reward. The, you go to the pharmacy and you're like, I'm you look, done. And they go, here's the hot man for your photo shoot. They just give you a shirt wow. with beefcake. Has everyone seen Halloween Ends? How was it? Okay, like if we were doing like gym class where they're like, applaud and give the amount of applause you think it deserves. Oh. Wow. I like you guys. Not even, you old grudges. You're yeah. an, it's an angry crowd, too. Yeah. Everyone's really, like, steaming from that boo. Yeah, I'm steaming. That was like that Black Mirror episode where they're, like, paraded through the town and everyone's just jeering at them every day of their life. Remember that? I don't remember no, that. Okay, we'll move on. <laughs> I love when people are like, oh, it's just like Black Mirror about every, like, dystopic event that happens. No, it's not. It's fucking... Just, it's life. Yeah. It's just like, this is just like an episode of Black Mirror. 
Guys, speaking of Black Mirror. Speaking of Black Mirror. Speaking of alternate universes. This was an episode of Black Mirror. This was. We're going to head over a little west of here. Yeah, a little bit west. We're going to cross the Mississippi and then take a left turn. Just as the pioneers did and led by Joseph Smith. They went all the way to Utah, but then they said, we want to go somewhere a little bit warmer. Maybe somewhere where our future convict friend won't be a... To celebrate a future... Won't be a flight risk. Where should we go? Scottsdale. Scottsdale. I'm Carrie. I'm Laura. And you're listening to Sexy, Sexy Unique Podcast. Podcast. Sexy Utah Queen. It's really spooky in this. In this ballroom. Yeah. Well. Well. <laughs> so we come up, but still the dinner party where Whitney's been. I mean, I don't blame her for what she's talking about to look like. I mean, she's having a tough time. She's looking great despite the drama. She, I have to say right off the bat, she's truly giving Cassie and Euphoria this whole episode. She is. I am Sydney Sweeney. <laughs> The wild rose is she. I too can wear lingerie. I too can wear lingerie. I do have run. huge naturals. I have big, <laughs> big knockers. So Whitney's telling the women about what she told her husband about her childhood abuse and trauma. Which I was is... like, how's he going to handle? <laughs> Cut that out. No, you did great. You did great. Cut it. So she's... Telling the women, and it's kind of like everyone, you know, they're all feeling like the cacao and just kind of like really unloading in Scottsdale at this house of horrors with Mm -hmm. weird blinds that look really dirty. This is like a people died in this house. Like, people died. People overdosed, and then no one found their bodies for weeks. The blinds in this are still not as bad as the Vanderpump vertical blinds. No. that's Nothing will the, ever be worse than everything. Those. Everything you complain about in New York, just know that there is something worse, and it's called vertical blinds in Los Angeles. You will never know a vertical blind in this city. Clacking in the you Santa Ana. Big enough windows. <laughs> she did it. Let's get right in it. Oh. There's more where that came from. Whitney goes, I've been on this healing journey for about a year now. There's been abuse in my family, but I blocked it out. And Heather is like, it's her cousin. And Heather's, Heather is like my favorite American. Like, she's so (laughs) fucking. She's an American woman. She's just, oh, wild American, come on, baby, do girlfriend. No, she's a Grigio girl. So she's kind of like, this is her cousin, her distant cousin, and she's like kind allegedly. of... Allegedly. And she's we don't just, know what the blood... We don't know the blood route. Didn't, wasn't it... I think they're like, I think everyone's kind of related, right? Yeah, that seems, and seems about right. Yeah. yeah. And there goes, you? <laughs> she goes, you? You're like, 
if I was in Whitney's position, I'd be like at once lightly offended by that, but then also like it's good to have someone be like you. Like you, I don't know how to process that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was kind of like. You're like, no, yeah, I'm. Why would? It, yeah, uh, yes, but also, <laughs> thank you. But also, fucking rude. Saying I'm not hot enough. Just kidding. <laughs> I love you. You're like yes, but also, sad. <laughs> I don't think Whitney heard anything. I think Whitney's just in her own. She's in her own healing journey, and she goes, "The abuse has gone on generationally." And I, it is important to me to break the cycle. And I was like, this is true. I was like, she's doing the work. She's doing it. And I admire that. I admire it. We got to do the work. Give it up for breaking your family's dysfunctional cycles. Generational dysfunction. Yeah. We can all agree. It's the right thing to do. But I also, Whitney had her, she really has her producer cap on. Like she is milking this art. This is her moment. This This is is now, I think, Housewives... There's been a turn where I think the more trauma you have and right. are willing to just expose, the more camera time you're going to get. And yeah. it didn't really used to be like that. No. But now it's truly the trauma Olympics. <laughs> and she is getting the gold medal. She's, <laughs> she is getting hers. You? You? Yes. Yeah. And also, fuck you. <laughs> Meredith turns to Whitney. She's moved by this. She's, I don't think Meredith can see right now. <laughs> she's like, she just, she just stands up and goes, yes, I could. <laughs> she strolls into the Bowery. What's this place? Hmm. Meredith just walked off the stage at BravoCon and kept walking. She goes, the lights of the city uh, all melt together. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she goes to Dime Square and she's like, what is... Because I'm seeing Blur again. Ooh. Who are these people? <laughs> Whoa. She, she turns to on. Whitney. She goes, you're brave, Whitney. <laughs> she calls her... <laughs> she literally, the way she, she goes... <laughs> Whitney, you're very, Watney, you're very brave. Watney. Watney. Chutney. <laughs> Chutney. Chutney. You're brave, Chutney. What? Heather, Thank you. This is, this is Meredith's whole vibe. This entire episode. <laughs> hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. 
Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. We needed Megan to come out with us. And just I know. And slaughter you all for booing. What if that was like the big oh, no. trick? She thinks she doesn't know that we're pranking. No, she's like, I, we hire her to protect us at all costs. And then I'm like, boo us. See what happens. Have fun. And then, and then Megan, we're back there and I go, hey, Laura, maybe we shouldn't have. And then she goes, don't worry. I'll protect you. And she does her little TikTok dance. And Allison Williams just runs in. Oh, no. She's here. 
Just kidding, I love Allison. <laughs> Girls. It's a good show. Great show. It's having a renaissance on gay Twitter. It really is. Heather goes, <laughs> she's serving a deadpan reaction. She goes, to be honest, I'm freaking out. Yeah, I mean, I would be too. She's like, what the fuck is happening to this trip? Like, she's really having... Her codependency is coming out a lot, and I feel for her, because she just wants this all to be about Jen. But too bad she's about to enter. She is, like, in a Gaspar Noé movie, where hell hasn't even begun for Heather yet. She thinks that it's salvageable. No, it's Mm -hmm. a descent into utter madness. And then Whitney's like, it really makes me think that we all need to put aside these small, petty things, like, well, what's happening with... And then then Heather goes, (laughs) these two over here. But he's just thinking, and Meredith goes, what? She's like, She goes, I extend my blanket to you. (laughs) I love a comforting friend. (laughs) Meredith goes, well, you want to know the truth? I think all my problems stem from being vulnerable. Because you feel like you open up and get slapped in the face for it. Mm. And then then Lisa activates. meanwhile... Lisa Barlow does the work. She pokes, she wipes her eye and slowly digs a fingernail into her eyes until a tear comes out. And then when she's successfully scratched her cornea, she can cry on demand for the rest of the day. I'm like, no, that's just the wind, blo- like the Scottsdale wind blowing at you. Yeah, just a dust bunny. Mm-hmm. She was mad that I owe you an apology. I was very hurt, and I regret my choice of words. What I said was hyperbolic, and I apologize to you in L.A., <laughs> which made me laugh. I love <laughs> I apologize to you in Los Angeles. That's a moment. Have, this is Heather not realizing that hell hath yeah. brought its fury upon her. Up crying again. This is her getting the, activating the other eye. She's going to need, like, severe LASIK after I know. this weekend. Meredith, again, I owe you an apology. I apologize in L.A., and I want to say it again. What I said was hyperbolic. I do not mean them. I apologize to them. I don't think those things. I was very hurt, and I said things that I regret, and I regret my poor choice of words. So you don't, I regret, regret, that. So you don't regret the vitriol, venom, and hatred that you spewed. You don't regret what you said, but only your choice of words. Meredith, all I can say is I'm deeply sorry. So you don't regret the vitriol, venom, and hatred you spewed, but just your poor choice of words. This is the lawyer. She's an attorney at, she suits. Attorney at law. Because uh, Miss Markle had to go across the pond, I came in. so I came in to fill our shoes. The most popular show <laughs> in England. And did, then did everyone watch the Harry and Meghan Lifetime movie? All right. What level of applause does that one get? Woo! All right. Well, there's a <laughs> better than Halloween ends. <laughs> it's a better Rotten Tomatoes score than Halloween ends. <laughs> but there's a part where the Kate and Will characters, they go, she's star- <laughs> apparently she's star of Suits. And then Kate goes, I love that show. 
Wow. wow. Sources say. <laughs> sources. Palace sources say. <laughs> Kate loves streaming suits. The Duchess loves suits. Was Princess. that TNT? What? USA. USA. Blue Sky original. Wow. Blue Sky TV. Lisa gets asked then, I'm piggybacking on her apology. So did you make up what you said in the rant? No. <laughs> That's the truth. New York's own Lisa Barlow. She's a native New Yorker. You can say really horrible things and be really sorry you said them, but also those things can be true. Yeah. And queen of Lisa nuance. showed me that. Yeah. She is queen of duality. She really is. Now. Meredith goes, I never confided in you because I never trusted you. And then Lisa goes, thank you. <laughs> okay. Okay. She's thank a- you for telling me that. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I know. You never did. Thank you. Meredith goes, if... <laughs> she goes, if you are willing to seek help... <laughs> then perhaps we can find a place to mediate. I love it. I think this isn't like a friendly, conscious uncoupling. Like, you guys work together. Meanwhile, Jen Shaw is just like... Jen Shaw's like, what about me? <laughs> Her glam a... looks so good. Yeah, she's amazing. She's never looked better and has never been more ignored in a scene. I know. Jen and Lisa Barlow in this... There are moments where they're both serving Rita Repulsa from Power Rangers. <laughs> Curses! <laughs> Not Rita Repulsa. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Yes. Rita. <laughs> Lisa goes, someone had told me you were making fun of my renovation. <laughs> I'll never forget that that, like, don't make fun of her no. renovation. How dare you? She and John Barlow have poured their heart and soul and then Lisa tries to chime in again. You're speaking very poorly about me other than that. I am well aware. There are not. Can I finish speaking, Lisa? Okay. You are an interrupter. Please stop interrupting me. It is very impolite. Okay. Okay. Thank you for telling me that. It's very impolite. <laughs> I love when you're, when you're Lisa and you're doing this. You're trying not to interrupt. Yeah, that's how you try. She's like slowly pulling her little neck hairs. Don't interrupt. Meanwhile, Whitney's wearing this. You're speaking very poorly about me other than that. I am well aware. There are not. Can I finish speaking, Lisa? You are an interrupter. Please stop interrupting me. It is very impolite. She's Lala Ken. She has. She's Lauren and Sydney Sweeney. She's shapeshifting. Shapeshifter. She's a time case. I think that she could be a shapeshifter. Whitney was. Whitney maybe was with the original Mormons. I think we're onto something because now you know she's on our spiritual journey and she's like in touch with all these new age people who I'm sure believe in like alternate dimensions yeah. and I think she's. Time traveling. Yeah. Yeah. And now she's Lauren. Mm -hmm. Heather. Heather. Not a big fan of what old Meredith Marks has to say. Oh. 
Guys. Guys. Come on. <laughs> come on. God damn it. This is like when we were in Boston and it just, I literally tripped over the cord and unplugged the entire thing. I want to say something like, I wouldn't be here without my husband and my kids and my faith. You just don't ever know until you go through a situation. And I hope Watch nobody Meredith. here ever goes through a situation like this. I would never wish it upon anyone, but petty things that you, you know, you fight over. She's giving Diana Jenkins a little. Who we will not be addressing. How dare you say legally? Allegedly. The artist formerly. So you say. That I know. That I know. That I know. So you say. Jen's been sitting this whole dinner just thinking, how can I get myself in the mix somehow? She finds a way. Life finds a way. This is Life Finds a Way with Jen, except it doesn't find a way because she's actually incredibly bad at injecting her own perspective. Mm. She truly does not know how to just participate in a conversation or let anything not be about her. She can't even for a second imagine a conversation that doesn't involve Jen Shaw. She's like, well, that actually reminds me. kind of love her. Yeah. (laughs) Jay Zweet. That Jen reminds Chow. me that uh, my fam, I wouldn't be here without my... It's like, no one asked you. <laughs> Where did that come from? Can I just say something? Say it. <laughs> no, that's Jen. Oh. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. You think she's going to be like, I really, like, ha- having had conflict with you guys, like, I know that she's like... I just really wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my family and the horrible things that I'm going through, which I pray that none of you ever have to go through. I'm like, there's a good chance no one will go through what you went through at this table. I love that. Don't worry. She's trying to, like, equate herself. She's like, I pray you never defraud hundreds of elderly people and and have an FBI and Homeland Security investigation launched on you and they look into you for years and years and create a case and then arrest you on live TV on a show that you're the star of. I pray that that never happens. I pray to the gods. I don't think it will, Jen. No. <laughs> I think they're in the Thank clear. Thank you. I love, I love that. They were all, you know they were all holding back, being like, well, that's not going to happen to us. I, they're also, no one ever addresses a single thing that Jen says anymore. So she says that. She's like, it's like a fly fisherman, like, waiting and, like, trying yeah. to bait someone. And everyone's like, okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like Bruce Willis in The Sixth Sense. <laughs> I love Meredith going... Back to Lisa. If you think you need to get help, I hope that you get help. She goes, I can help you get help. Fuck you. Fuck you. I don't like you commenting on my mental stability. That very trigger that triggers me a lot. Don't comment on my mental stability and health. And Heather goes, she's like, Meredith, what you're saying right now is going to trigger her. Like, do not. And she, as she's saying it, she's pouring another glass of wine into her wine. <laughs> Jen goes to Lisa, she goes. You're strong, Lisa. <laughs> she was your fucking strong, Lisa. I also, meanwhile, they're all they're all so cold all the time. Like they're freezing cold. Then Whitney leans across the table. She goes, "Explain where the pain comes from, Lisa. Explain." 
tell where is your pain to where does your pain hail? She's suddenly Irish. Lisa goes, well, I'm not going to slit my wrist for anyone. And then everyone goes, oh, no, fuck, no, no. Stop it, Lisa. Stop it, please. Why'd you say that? And Meredith goes, oh, wow. And then then Jen turns to her and she goes, she had a family member who tried to commit suicide. And then Lisa goes, what, what, no. And her first first response is, Jen goes, Lisa. And she goes, no. Because you know, she knows she just fucked she up. She knows she's no. in trouble. No. no, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it like that. And then Meredith goes, oh, she's saying she doesn't mean it. Oh. She goes, she gets up. She goes, oh. I... Lisa has been through enough. Leave her alone. Leave her the fuck alone. She can't take much more. And then Whitney goes, I don't think it actually is hurting Meredith. Everything she says, she's just trying to get at Lisa. Nothing she said. And then we cut to her in like at 4 p.m. being like, I'm not going to slit my wrist to anyone. <laughs> and Whitney, She goes, this is just how Lisa talks, I think. And then... <laughs> like, I mean, granted, it is a very like... It's like, Well, okay. what? I don't get what that really means. I, I think you slit like, your wrist for yourself. She's meaning like atoning, I guess. Yeah, but like I'm just like Lisa. I would, I would use like a crucifixion yeah. analogy or something. Nail me to the cross. Yeah. But instead, she's no, like. Then <laughs> Mary goes, oh. And Jen goes, someone in her family got I know. crucified. It's, it was a poor, <laughs> very poor. Someone in Meredith's family was crucified, died, and was crucified, buried. Like last week. And on the third day, he rose from a cave. And he wandered down a street, and then someone stuck their finger in his wrist hole. And Lisa goes, oh, no, no, no I didn't mean that. No. Oh, yes, of course she said she didn't mean it. <laughs> Meredith goes, Lisa, I appreciate your apology, but we are not at a point of resolution. She goes, thank you for telling me that. I appreciate it. <laughs> and then we cut to Lisa just, aww. How can you do this to baby girl Lisa? <laughs> the real baby girl. Don't, do not speak her name. What if I was like, and now a special baby girl guest, Lisa. baby girl Lisa. All the way from York, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Come on. Let's give it up for Pennsylvania. I have to say every... Give it up for the Rust Belt. Every time I see a Pennsylvania license place in, in LA, I'm like, that person's on the run. <laughs> They don't belong here. No. What Anywhere even else. is Pennsylvania? I don't get it. Like, I get Philadelphia, but then there's a huge area, much like New York also. Mm-hmm. There's these lot. states that, like, every other state I can, like, wrap my head around, but then, like, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania and New a... York, you're like, what is the rest of the state? Pennsylvania Turnpike is, like, last seen. Like... Some like surveillance footage of like, it's and DTLA there they were going disappearance vibes. Hitting mile, you know, mile marker three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never see it again. Their car was found near Harrisburg. This is me when someone when I think about Pennsylvania, <laughs> outside of like Pittsburgh, where I don't know where that is or. But we love to go to Pittsburgh. But we love Pittsburgh and we love, love Pittsburgh. Woo! This is how I also feel. This is us at the Sheraton. This is. Do you want to know what I did about my room at the Sheraton? 
Nothing. I didn't do actually. I was surprised you didn't change rooms. I did actually go uh, down to the desk at night. It was like one in the morning. By the way, the people at the desk are they're great. I love them. Yeah, they're they're, having fun. They make things happen. Yeah. But I was like, hey, I think my room smells like pee. It smells weird. Like I just want to. Can I switch rooms? And then he sounded like confused. And I was like, it's late. And I just imagined myself like going up to my room, changing the key. And I was like, you know what? I'll do it in the morning. Don't even worry. And then the next day I did the same thing. But then when I got back to my room, which still every time I walked in, I'd go, I go, yep, still smells like pee. And then, (laughs) but like, it just pulled me further and further in. And I had a whole room geared up and he's like, just pack up your stuff and come down at noon and we'll switch it over. And then I went back in my room, took a big whiff, got the pee smell and looked at all my stuff. And I was like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't leave this gorgeous room. And I called and I said, thanks so much for helping me, but I'm just, this is what I deserve. That's literally literally, where I'm going to stay. This feels right. That was literally me every morning when I lived in Bushwick. (laughs) That is a Bushwick vibe. Wet the bed again. (laughs) That's a Bed-Stuy vibe. No, Bed-Stuy is cool. Bushwick was like, I was like. Maybe the one apartment I had had a one night stand in in Bed-Stuy was that. So you had a moment. So that was the only, my only frame of reference. I'd be like, well, got to go to the laundromat. And then well, another day. Like, well, you, there's other bags that of laundry here. That is New York. Here. That's New York. Where you go. Don't worry. It has a happy. Another I'm, day. I'm good now, babe. I'm good. Another day of getting exactly what I deserve. <laughs> yeah. That's the vibe. Just and then it. LA vibe was like, I, I don't deserve, deserve this. Everything. Yeah, I deserve everything, but I don't deserve this. And then New York is just like, well, what are you gonna do? Piss everywhere. <laughs> this, is, this is it now. I don't deserve this. Yeah, it's a whole different vibe. So this is me being like, please make it stop smelling like pee in here. And I'm like, the Sheraton is good. She goes, it's nice. It's really nice. I have a good. I have a big window, so. I have a tiny little window. Well, that's what you get. Yeah. This is what I deserve. Hit the nail on the head. Meanwhile. So, this is this room, this vibe is so like, whoa. This is me calling the front desk. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, I can just feel the hangover. She's got this her Diet Coke. to call John. Yeah. Just to call Daddy John. Look at her nightstand. This would also be mine. That's also, I think maybe she's in crisis because we did find out that she used Diet Coke as her painkiller when she had an augmentation. Mm-hmm. I just drank and a lot of Diet Coke. This is literally her opioid crisis. Yes. I, she is fully on Oxy, and yeah. her Oxy is Diet Coke. I was like, yeah. Lisa, we need an intervention. We do. She's back, such guys. She's relapsed. Yeah, she's back on DC. <laughs> so she calls John and she's like, "How are how are the boys?" He's like, "Jack went to school. He's great. Henry missed the boat, and I didn't get him to school." And she's like, "That kid is so slow." Oh, you got to get him on time. I'm like, Henry's the lost child. Mm-hmm. To- <laughs> Her CEO son. Yeah. No, the younger one. Jack that, is. Jack the- is the the older one with like. The guy yeah, who Jack, sang- the CEO, and Henry, the little young one. Yeah, right? Jack is like has the voice of the guy who's saying, "Never gonna give you up, <laughs> never gonna take me down." Who also had a baby face and had an like the deepest voice. Whoa. I think he's. 
catching up to his voice, no? Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guys, meanwhile, She's fuging. It's fuging in the bath. Mm-hmm. She pulls out a big bubble and she goes. That looks like that looks like the PF Chang's horse. <laughs> I'd be doing this too if I was in this house. Just and things are things are unsettling in the morning. Things are by the time they wake unsettling. up. Look at this shot. That's Wicker Man. There's some cinema happening. Yeah, they're really on like, this episode. They got a guest director who said we're gonna do things a little differently around here. Jen's glam squad, as we know, has been reduced, which is smart. But she's still getting she's still HMU. Getting yeah, and Meredith's also getting HMU. This just was, I just love this progression where she, she goes from that to, to two, ABC affiliate to three news anchor for Philadelphia Action News in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Look at that hair. It's so good. She was a high speed chase ended in tragedy. <laughs> A high-speed chase on the Schuylkill Expressway ended in tragedy tonight. When flames. four cars piled up on each other, causing flames and a fireball to explode a truck, more at nine. People's, <laughs> people at the reported seeing flames all the way from the Philadelphia Zoo in Boathouse Row. Meanwhile, okay. Whitney... Trying to, like, suss out any Philly people. Fully backsliding into a blaze of childlike wonder at the bath. <laughs> Weather uh, woman. Having a bath, having a corrective bathroom experience. Okay, I get it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I just had to put that together. I just had to point out that I am Whitney. You are. This was not planned. You are she, and she is you. I am her. I and am the wild rose. Wild like a rose. Oh, I spilled water everywhere. Oh my, Carrie. We are gonna die in an electrical it's, fire. It's like the movie. This Terry. is literally like the oh my God. Rhode Island fire disaster. How it it's started. Fine. Thank you, Kevin. This is Kevin, the amazing Kevin security Kevin! guard. I go and Kevin run let for it. your fucking lives because it's shit's going down. He was like, he, 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 yeah, he let I us. Like, <laughs> he led us to where we could smoke. We talked a lot about the history of the Bowery. It was great. So we love everyone at the Bowery. We love it here. Thanks to the team. Hi. Oh, oh Renee! My God. Wow. One of my best friends, Renee. <laughs> I love you, my queen. Heather goes to confront Meredith, and she goes, you're being rude and condescending. Stop being a rude and condescending bitch. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. But Meredith liked it. Meredith she, was like, does, she respects that. She didn't really respond, but she thought about it. She was that meme of Kylie Minogue going... <laughs> That's how she responds. Whitney's in a full rock of love look. They're taking... Jen's arranged for them to take one of those, like weird bike trolley things where everyone's pumping and drinking and just screaming at each other, which looked really fun. Jen goes to Whitney, she looks at her, she goes, you look like a rock star. (laughs) A fucking rock star. 
She does. She does. What? London, London gangster, gangster, baby. Camden Town. This is my I am Kevin. nightmare. That's Kevin, too. My absolute 1,000% living nightmare is having to go with a group of people yeah. and just pedal, pedal, pedal sideways where you're not knowing if you're going forward or backward or even if you have to be pedaling. It's like in the birds when they're all running in front of the green screen and they're just like running nowhere. But you're just moving sideways yeah. but pedaling forwards, which is disorienting. But they're and having then, a great time. Well, I mean... And Lisa... Okay, one of my favorite Lisa Barlow things and was when she tries to act like a, just a supportive every woman. Yeah. And it's the fakest, but also the realest thing that she does. This isn't about me. This isn't about anyone else. It's coming together to support Jen. Woo! And help Whitney heal. She laughed at the end. She, she went, <laughs> help, she, help Whitney heal. She got a little ahead of herself. bitch in the game. For the congrats, she was like, I'm killing it, I'm killing it. I'm saying all the right things. Now smile and laugh, but it was too soon. She, she definitely is having that, like, okay, smile now, laugh. She's doing, okay, say the Jen thing, and then say the Whitney heel. Oh, my God, you said it. That's incredible. Laugh. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Don't laugh. <laughs> Backpedal. Smile. Let's circle back to that. <laughs> This is, I laughed too soon. So Just unnatural. so uncomfortable. A like, kind smile is the most unnatural I know. thing she's ever this done. This is a movie smile. With saucy bacon. It is. Shout out. Queen saucy. Meanwhile, Whitney goes, I have a stripper pole! And then gets on the pole, which I was like, this seems dangerous. Also, we didn't capture it, but it has just a shot of Mike, the driver. Kevin. And he's, Kevin? Is his name Kevin? Yeah. Why did I think his name was Mike? He was Mike to me. Yeah. And he's driving the party bus, and he's so excited. He goes... By the way, they, they drive one block. Like, it's like... <laughs> they drove around the block. The downtown Scottsdale. Jen pours... Into her... An entire can of wine... Into Whitney's vagina. She goes, we I'm all know Whitney likes her coochie wet. I'm sorry, but like, there's just something a little weird about <laughs> piggybacking uh, like your <laughs> sexual... I'm sorry. There's something weird about being yeah. like, I'm working through a lot of like abuse and like family trauma the night before. Then the next day being like, now I'm on the stripper ball. And then your friend going, yeah! Like, right into your pussy? Like, that's not... That's not what I would do for my friend that was going through that. She's a feminist. But that's feminism, Dole. That's feminism, Dole. You let the girls do what they want, and that's feminism. Jen knows it. I love this look. It's like... (laughs) You can... This she, is, I think she looks awesome. Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> this is Miss Pettigrew, School for Peculiar Children. Natty McPhee. 
Emma I'm Thompson wearing that weird prosthetic. Those kids are up to no good. Ha ha ha. Time to make this is Super Nanny. <laughs> Look at her. I just love this. Is I love Carmen this. Carmen Sandiego. She's this is she's about to flee. She she's is. She's about to cross country lines. <laughs> she. <laughs> She she is says, I've about, always been Parisian. Yeah. This is her going to be, escaping, which yeah. I kind of hope she does. Yeah, I do Like, too. I kind of hope that she does just flee the country yeah. and disappear. I don't support what she does, but I also don't want her to go to jail. Yeah, I don't co-sign it, but I'm also Sorry. like, let her flee, yeah. right? I feel like we all can agree on that. I'm like talking to the... <laughs> right? Let her go. I like make a PowerPoint. I go to the victim's families and I'm like, you guys, let her go. And then they and then they play you one of those like bone chilling voicemails she left, being like, Hi, this is Tammy calling from United Health America Artists. Have you And I go, Yeah. And I go, they play it for me, it's like five minutes long, and I go, She's improving. She's doing bits. Fucking slay. Let her go. She's doing front-facing comedy on Instagram. Let her go. Let her go. What are you going to do? Let her go. She makes an agenda. <laughs> Look at her getting away on her Zeppelin. She gets away on a hot air balloon. <laughs> she takes one of those bicycles that's like the huge wheel and the tiny wheel. <laughs> She crosses she goes, the Atlantic. She, crosses the, she goes, rides all the way through Buffalo to Niagara Falls and crosses into Canada. She goes down the falls and then goes up. Is it? She, should, she belongs in Montreal. Yeah. You know? Yeah, maybe not Paris, but she can get to, like, French Quebec. I think... I think we're onto Quabos, something. Quabossier. Whatever. Isn't that what they... Isn't it called that? But first, the celebration of Whitney's healing continues. <laughs> Look, Wit's having the Wild Rose is having a good time. She's being we, wild, she's and being... certainly it's being a rose. I also love that. <laughs> this is like a water home birth. <laughs> this is what it was like when Sheena was born. <laughs> a full face of makeup. Sheena on the beat. Sheena on the beat. <laughs> no, the best, too, is, like, Lisa Barlow is... You can tell she does not want people to throw wine at her, no. which I would... This is... As soon as everyone starts slinging wine, Lisa's like, ha, 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 And then, I was like, that would be me. But then her middle child activates, and she when Meredith... She goes, hey, and she hurls... <laughs> She literally just hurls it at Lisa, and then Lisa goes, <laughs> and then they start throwing it back, and then everyone on the bike gets like darked out, and they're like, Ooh. "Yeah, it was uncomfortable." But then that's happening, and it makes everything better. Wild rules. Lisa has made a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. She was inspired by seeing these amazing horseback riders featured in Vogue. They played the Vogue show. They're actually incredible, and I want to see them. Yeah. She goes, they did the Dior show. They we did, did not the Dior deserve. Shows. Okay, so there's a reason I'm in Dior boots. And I was like, okay, no one asked. <laughs> love, love where you're going. Love. Tell me more. If someone said that to me, I'd be like, 
Okay, yeah, I buy. I buy. Yeah, Tell me know. the reason. What? What do you want to do? And she's like, let's go sit up here and watch. And they're like, watch oh, what? God, these women, they're going to do a performance for us. It's going to be amazing. It's like synchronized horseback riding. It's Just, really amazing. There's nothing I love more than horses. They're so special to me. Yeah. I'm like, same. I feel her. You're a, an impossible. I'm a horse girl. I'm a horse girl who never had a horse. So that is the ultimate horse girl. That's my pain. Yeah. <laughs> Lots to unpack. So then this amazing, this cinematography, like, this give these the- people a fucking Emmy. Are you ready? This is Dune. Here they go. Wow. Woo! Are we supposed to um, clap or just, like, respect? I think just respect. I think just respect. I think just respect. He was like trying to be funny. She's like, I'm gonna have a little like moment, and then Lisa shut her down. Shut the fuck up. They were in Dior. I think just respect. They were in Vogue. There's a reason I'm wearing these Dior boots. You're disrespecting me. There's a reason I'm wearing these Dior, not Dior boots. Look at this. I mean, hello. This is Midsummer when they're doing the. This is. Look at that. Overhead. Everything's Midsummer. Yes. They watch, they watch these ladies do their thing. And Whitney goes, they all come up to like take a, have a Q&A, I guess. Yeah. And Whitney goes, explain how you're sitting. I've never seen that before. And they're like, well, it was... Side saddle. And side saddle. It has to do with Mexican independence. And then Whitney goes, the period oh, piece, girl? What is that thing you're doing? Explain. I'm like, Whitney, you would know you were there at the time because you're... 500 years old. Yeah. She's like, what is this? I've never done it before. She's I like never thinking about her period of time as like the eight, in living in like yeah. 1806 in the Wild West. It's not like I lived in covered wagon times. That's how she gets away with her time capers. Yeah. Oh. Explain this. Explain, she says. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lisa goes, goes, I have all these outfits, so I think we should all put the outfits on, and then we'll go down the horses. It'll be amazing. And she goes, see these boots? They're from the Gaucho collection, Dior. John got them for me, and I was like, what? (laughs) So it's 2007, and John just got them. I was like, thank you. And of course, I'm like, (laughs) Meredith's clocking it, of course. I'm just like, Lisa, stop. But I like a Dior boot brag. I do too, but I'm like, don't do it in front of... Know your audience. Old Marks. Old Marks isn't going to appreciate it. <laughs> no. Old Miss Marks has yeah. her eye on Miss Barlow. Mm-hmm. Whitney has had quite enough... I don't know when the turn happened, but now Whitney has decided that it's like not okay that she and Meredith had charcuterie <laughs> on a fire pit. And By talk. a man-made lake. <laughs> so they're getting Look dressed. At the shot. This is glam. This is cinema. This is this is Celine. Wow. This is Joan Didion for Celine. That is the glasses. Look at that. That's like a lesbian like period piece or something. This is portrait of a girl on fire. This is tar. <laughs> 
Whitney goes, I have to bring up the hypocrisy. <laughs> Whitney is, she is like, she's possessed. She this can, is it starting. Yeah. This is it starting. She's starting. And she's like, it's unfair that you spread rumors. And Meredith goes, I didn't spread rumors. I said, very loose and vague. There are rumors pertaining to marriage, pertaining to her finances, pertaining to whatever. The star of Suits comes out, and she does some old attorney jargon. Even Jen is not buying that. No. Feels a bit hypocritical to like, and I would hold her. I would entirely agree with you, except let's make one big differentiation. I didn't spread rumors. I said very loose and vague. There are rumors out there pertaining to her marriage, pertaining to her finances, pertaining to whatever. That was me when we got the season to Yeah, that, that was, was you on Instagram. Guys, what's amazing is you get to hear that, but we're going to have to do a whole cut. <laughs> that doesn't make the cut. That stays here in the Bowery. Because I'm legitimately afraid of walking down the street in L.A. with, with, a, <laughs> with a laser pointer on my head by old <laughs> Jenkins. Miss Jenkins... She has, like, she literally has a sniper on me at all times. Like, they're in, like, Runyon Canyon in, like, the the brush. They're right outside of Starbucks. When I'm out with, like, Mango, they're like... I know, and I really don't want anything to happen in front of Tony. Or Mango, yeah. I know. I'd rather die. We should write our wills. Yeah. Let's hear it for Mango and Tony. Our son. They felt that. They loved that. They loved that. <laughs> I love as they're talking about all of this, Lisa comes out and she goes, Hey. <laughs> She's in hey mode for the rest of this episode. Every time she leaves, she knows everyone's talking about her and then I'll come back in and go, Hey. 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 They all attempt to get on horses. <laughs> this, this rider is just trying to, this woman is just trying to help Meredith up, and she goes, just go up, 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 up. And then Meredith, it's the cracks, the veneers, cracks, just a little. She goes, well, it's, I'm on a dress, so it's not helping me. The dress is the problem. And the woman was like, all right, bitch. Jesus Christ. I'm here doing amazing Chill. things on this horse for your ass. They all get on the horses, finally. Look at this. The That's worst Mango day when he one. sees Diana coming for me. This is Tony when he hears and the silencer. Simon's, <laughs> Simon's running in slow-mo. And then it's too late. Ms. Jenks has taken me out. I'm obsessed also with Heather get trying to get on this horse. <laughs> and they cannot, she cannot do it. It's hard to get on a fucking horse. It's hard to when, you know what's sad? This is my sad story. Is I rode a horse recently in Montana and we had like, we had our horses like line up during the trail ride to get a picture of me and my girlfriends. And me and my girlies on the horses. Your and girls. they gave me the smallest horse. Yeah. 
So I looked huge. I looked huge on this horse. And then my friends looked like small and cute on the horse. And I was like... You were Gulliver's Travels. I fully went there. I was like butch on the horse. But it felt good. Felt good to have it between my legs. Yeah. I love they're all riding these horses. And like the performer... Why are they being led around also like a children's birthday party? It truly is not that difficult to ride a trained horse. And Lisa's really going... She's really trying to make herself look good, which I just appreciate it because you can... She's... She wears herself on her sleeve. Back to being the every woman. She's like, you're tired, right? You must be so tired. And the woman's like, yeah, I'm fine. (laughs) The girl's like leading her around. And they go, how do you like it? And she goes, I love it. I love it. She goes, it's crazy, you know, because I have these Dior boots from the Gaucho (laughs) collection. And they're like insane. And John got that. And the girl's like, I have no idea. She goes, she goes, did your dress, were your dresses made by Dior? She goes, yeah, Dior made it. She goes, wow, I love that. I love that, because I have these these boots. boots. These boots are also from Dior. And the girl, like, doesn't give her the boot confidence that she was really seeking. And she goes, wow, you must be so tired. You want to get up here with me? (laughs) And Lisa's melting down. Oh, it's... She's going to hit the wall. She's running, 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 and she's going to hit that wall. It's that point of a group trip where, like, you're just not doing anything right, and it's, like, the second night you're there, and you're like, oh. Like, everyone hates me. Everyone hates me. Every time I leave the vicinity, they just start talking about me. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Gotta take an Uber home. She take an Uber from Scottsdale back to Salt Lake. I know. I took an Uber to Palm Springs once. From LA? Yeah. What was it like? It was quick. I love that. Yeah. He came and he was like, am I going to do that? I was like, are you, gonna, are you okay doing this? And he's like, yeah, let's do it. I love it. 
Thank you so much. Thank you, so you much. for sharing your brave story. Thank you. Thank you. Show what your hurt is. Tell them. Tell, tell everyone. Them all about your story of going in an Uber to Palm Springs. Night descends on Scottsdale. <laughs> what, if, what if you just see like me floating face down? Just like... Just a dead gay in the pool. That's the David Lynch episode of Housewives. Oh, is he still out there? Oh, that body is there. Oh, no. Should we try to move it or just leave it and party? Meredith went, we'll get it in the morning. I'm not touching I'm not it. Touching that. I don't want to aid and abet any felonies. No. I loosely touched the body. I have no idea I have no what idea body how it got you're there. pertaining to. There's no one. It's theoretical. There were rumors of a body. Of a body I was in the vague pool. and loose about the rumors. I didn't make these reservations. I'm like, we know, because it's this house. Everyone's getting ready. Glam. For the trash whore Look at her. lingerie party. Garbage whore. Garbage whore. This, and this was me walking out of the plane yesterday at JFK. So that is something that I... <laughs> Winnie has again. never been prouder. Look at her. So, that is something that I... <laughs> Just never finishing a sentence. In boots. Her boots are on. She's wearing boots. I'm putting my boots on. This is Cassie. This is literally Cassie. This is. And that scene where she's like, ah! about confronting... Anyway. Euphoria, she strolls we love Euphoria. out in her boots. And then Miss Marks comes out. That's you today, shopping. Mm-hmm. This is me and my I Heart New York. Everything changed. I was like really feeling priced out. And then mm-hmm. within 24 hours, I went to like a gorgeous dinner alone and then to a beautiful movie called Tar. And honestly, guys, I got recognized at both places and I was like... I go, I love this fucking city. I was like, I live here now. I live here. I love it here. I'm huge in New York. You're huge in New York. A city that never sleeps everywhere I go. There's a fan. And then, <laughs> and this morning on my solo walk to my meeting, I was like, I'm going to get recognized too. So I was like just waiting on it, like just walking with my Dunkin' Donuts. Because there's always, like one of us will get recognized. Rarely is it at the same time because really we're like either in a movie theater at my house recording a pod. <laughs> so we'll tell each other and there's always like a little bit of like jealousy from the other person that's like, oh, oh cool. You, oh, that's amazing. That's, amazing. Like, that's so awesome. That. Yeah, I really love that for you. I'm like, oh, oh my no God, way. where? Where did it happen? Oh, I oh, oh, I okay. love that place. That's so cool. Work or work, oh, yeah, yeah, work huge, cake. huge. But, but we're it, both thinking like, I wish like, it were me because you lifted the applause. And so, <laughs> so today I was like, what? And not a not a soul turned their heads. There was a tr- truly, I would say, it's okay. The saddest moment of the weekend happened at brunch with your parents today. When remember that? Shout guy? out to my mom and dad. Shout right out. And their friends from college are here too. We're just having a nice breakfast, like chatting, catching up, and 
I see this guy, like, the, like there's cute a Gen really cute, like, young college student, like, strapping, who maybe was straight, but maybe gay, because I was also like, ooh. <laughs> but anyway, he slowly stands up, and he has his phone out, and he's, like, walking towards the table, and I was like, oh, my God, he's not even going to ask. He's just going to do it. And we, I, like, K- Carrie and I both kind of were like... And he was like, there was, and then we, and he was like, hey, can I take a photo of that? And it was like a chandelier with license plates on it. The gray it's like dog. the ugliest chandelier I've ever fucking seen in my life. It was like, it was like a Pennsylvania and Ohio light. He's like, can I take that? Well, he was like, hey, can I take a photo? And I was like, yeah, yes. And then he turned it up to this hideous chandelier. Word, like, he goes, thanks. I think my dad's really gonna like that. My dad's gonna be into that. And we were like. And I was like, okay. And my mom was like, that was weird. <laughs> so anyways. Also, really quick, just loving, like, just everyone is so young now in New York. And just like, you know, I went out, I was, so my parents took us out polished. to dinner. So we were at, like, a place in Soho. And old Soho. Old and, cobblestone streets. But there were, like, these, like, 23-year-olds just at di- big group tables just... Oh, with martinis and just like talking like they're in Italy or something. I'm like, the fuck are you? I have never seen like this was not (laughs) like a 12 person. Who's picking up this tab? Yeah, I saw two at my solo dinner. There were two huge tables of all 20 somethings looking so polished, like gorgeous makeup blowouts with like. Big glass of a hearty cabernet, and I was like, <laughs> I was drinking like four loco and like hanging like Whitney. Uh, whenever I turned twenty, I was like blacking out in the streets, like needed. Yeah, I was eating. Like, I was like greasy. I was like, what? Like, I was how eating, are like, you guys TGI looking so Friday's good? Potato skin chips and like Slim Jims and rock bottoming. Yeah. And these people are like, oh, just out of kabong. <laughs> I was like, like God, you guys are so glam. You're old as fuck in your soul. Mm-hmm. What is happening behind your eyes? I don't know. I mean, I'm like, you're there. I'm, I feel intimate. I'm like, don't look at me. No, yeah. <laughs> Please let me have this. I don't even with feel old or young when I'm around. I'm just like, <laughs> what? Like I'm in a different universe. It's like when you I watch. I feel like I'm, yeah, we've crossed dimensions. Yeah. Thing. It's like when you watch college football and you're like, wow, those guys are. So much older than me. Yeah. They're like, no, they're 20. They are older than us, though. They look so just men. And these people just look like adults. <laughs> having like an, you know, an eat, pray, love when she's having that like Thanksgiving dinner at 6 a.m. with those Italians. And it's, it's just like, she's like, I'm so grateful for all of you. It's like, that's <laughs> what they're doing. We're going to Carbone tonight. When I get off work. They're like, we'll have two bottles of red. I was like, it would be a discussion when there was going to be one bottle of wine for dinner. <laughs> Just sharing little, like... Being like, well, oh. I guess that's about it. Ooh. It's $50. Woo! <laughs> 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 Not these girls. They go, oh. the city's my campus. <laughs> day in the life of a student in New York City. Gorgeous. It's like, Jesus Miss <laughs> Barlow Sorry, back to Barlow. Again, she goes, hello. 
She goes, don't say anything. I feel really sexy in them. They're amazing. What? I feel sexy. John got me them. I feel really sexy. And Heather's like, she's a good Mormon. No cleavage. No, Nothing. not even an ankle. And Whitney goes, I truly think she and John are freaks, though. And I will find out. I'm going to fuck them. <laughs> My husband and I are going to fuck them together. Jen, also cinched to the gut. Look at her. She looks amazing. She's giving... I want to have never worn a corset, and I would love to just grab... I would love nothing more than to grab a bedpost yeah. while, like, my maidservants corset me in and smash all my organs so I come spilling out of the top of it like pudding. And, like, that, I would feel finally alive. It's like a single tear down your eye. Yeah. Just, no breathing. Your organs are rearranged. It's light, shallow breath. <laughs> That's what she... she snatched Rita was like the original gay icon for my generation she was an ally she was a total ally and you may what was... not have thought it but she was Lord Zed was <laughs> yes yes he was Slay. hot <laughs> Lord Zed was hot Whitney says I'm going to grill steak now and then goes outside <laughs> And I love the tong work that takes place between Whitney and Heather in separate rooms, just tonging out yeah. their pro. I was like, this is powerful. This felt like an episode of like Real Sex, the HBO show. Yeah. Just the way Whitney was, she was just kind of like looking at, the, like trying not to look at the camera. I was like, this is a moment. This, is, this like- is like before they all have like group sex in the kitchen. Yeah. And it's like, it's like a crazy segment about people that cook and also fuck while the <laughs> yeah. steak is cooking. And they live in like, they, like, they a live loft in Tribeca. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Better, easier times. Everyone is used to me being Nancy Drew and I won't be Nancy Drew anymore. She goes... Yes, Angie Harrington told us this gossip. Meredith, if you remember Angie Harrington. <laughs> Love her. A Mitch, LGBTQ ally Angie Harrington. Yeah. Where the fuck is her? Where the fuck is Angie? Where's her? Get Angie stage? back. We need her. What the fuck? No one knows what the fuck Whitney's talking about. And so she snaps her little tongs again. And she goes, I am done. I am done with the bullshit. I am done being Nancy Drew. Solve your own mysteries. <laughs> I'll take my magnifying glass and I will go. I will go elsewhere in the house. And then this amazing moment. Everyone is used to me being Nancy Drew. I can not and will not know more. But no one's asking you to, Whitney. No one's asking, but everyone's expecting and dropping information. Whitney, and that's... Doing it all. What are you even talking about? Look at Meredith. What's going on? What's wrong? What's wrong? Whitney, Whitney, what's wrong? I'm what? done with... <laughs> Meredith, I like... Meredith. <laughs> her pants are so tight she can't really move 
<laughs> when the vinyl pan, it's like you've had kind of like a little sweat going and then the vinyl weirdly gets like stuck to your thighs and then you have no choice but to kind of yeah. football walk. I am done. I am done not doing no more. I will not do your Nancy Drews. Go ask someone else. This table is so weird. I love, at least it's panicking. Wendy, what? What's going on? (laughs) She knows. She knows. They're coming for her once again. The pitchforks are out. She goes, just shut up. (laughs) Just shut up. Let me get it out in my own way. (laughs) No more. But look at her kind of smiling, too. She loves She's it. She's blackout. Yeah. Whitney, you're in a blackout. She's you need... in blackout since the bike ride. Yeah, you need to go to bed. Well, probably. If... Yeah, they're daydreaming. Okay, if Unless they poured blow, all of that, yeah. you know how you could do, like, the, when the teens are doing, like, dipping their tampons in vodka and then putting them... Yeah. That's, like, what Whitney did on the bike ride when she was all under and Jen poured that whole can. <laughs> Internal drunk. It was internal drunk. Just shut up. Shut up. I will not do that no more. And then Lisa goes, tell me what's going on. What are you talking about out there? And she goes, well, (laughs) the rumors pertain to you. (laughs) And Lisa goes, what, what? (laughs) And she goes, there are rumors that you perhaps traded favors for Vida Tequila. (laughs) (laughs) And then Lisa's like, what? And then Whitney goes, yes, that man. I will not say his name. What? That's also Rita Repulsa. Does this feel f***ing good? Like, f***ing hurt me more. Genshaw who? <laughs> like, I'm fighting for my life and my freedom, but y'all are fighting for courtside jazz ticket seats. Yeah. And who said what Fuck and yes. what rumors who's a garbage trash whore and who's not. Hell yeah. No one cares about Jen fighting for her goddamn life anymore. I am fighting for my... I just love, like, just the bald face, like... I'm fighting for my life. Just self-absorbed. It's unbelievable, and it's, I, it's actually inspiring. But it's incredible, too, that she... She's like, fighting for her goddamn the life. The past two seasons have been all about Jen. Like, and she used up every inch of goodwill or any urge for anyone to talk about her for one more second no. and they will not talk about her no. again. She go, and she goes, she goes, Chen Sha who? <laughs> I love that. I love that. I'm very happy. John and I are great. I love my family. What? What? No. No. <laughs> and then she goes, <laughs> she Look goes, at this gore... This is also the framing of this. The Last Supper. This is The Last Supper. Meredith, Lisa. Heather. But also Lisa goes, she goes, what? And then she goes, they said that, and then they bleep out his name. She goes, they said that you traded him favors to get courtside seats at the Utah Jazz. And she goes, oh, disgusting. Disgusting. He's like my father. Disgusting. Disgusting. And then Jen goes, yeah, it is disgusting, isn't it? <laughs> disgusting. There's spit flying everywhere. Sorry. 
Right down the front row. Back to the dinner before. She goes, you're fucking strong, Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, the, the conspiracy theory is that Angie, Heather, and... Whitney. Wild Rose were at the Utah Rose. Jazz. Courtside. And courtside. And they spotted Daddy John Barlow and Jack... Yeah. Sitting on the court, and Angie said, Oh, Lisa's fucking the guy that has the- those seats. Okay. She w- okay. It's like, cool. Good for her, if she is. And right? so, yeah, do anything for Vita. We'll <laughs> do anything for Vita Tequila. Yeah, who's she looking what, at? Yeah, what's on the ceiling? That's, That's- hereditary. <laughs> what? No, it's train spotting when the baby just. Oh my god. Or she oh looks up and no. it's just. It's just them. Oh no. She's looking up and it's uh, their doppelgangers on the ceiling just having the same thing. Oh fuck. <laughs> I need to go home. Oh fuck, this is crazy. <laughs> oh fuck no, this is crazy shit. I better leave and go back to Ireland. I'm leave now I shouldn't have come over on the, on the Titanic oh fuck I never should have boarded the Mayflower <laughs> oh fuck no I must go back to County Cork <laughs> Woo! do we have people we from- love Ireland Yay. What? Are there Irish people here, like from from Ireland? Well, uh, there's a lot of Irish people in New York. Right. I love you. Go. Are there Irish Me people too. here? I too am Irish. I think and I'm the from. Irish girlies go yes. Yeah. When I go there, the Irish Dairy people. Girls are here. The Bad Sisters. Woo! County Cork. I know, I, I think that my family's actually from County Cork originally, but I'm just laughing at County Cork! Dead. Are there Irish people in here? Yes! <laughs> we love you! Thank you for kissing the Blarney Stone. <laughs> Guys. Oh. This is, her- is Tony Collette's monologue in Hereditary. <laughs> I fed up no, one time Lisa, in our friendship. One time. One time. You can it was continue. one time, Meredith. I am not going to calm down. Don't patronize me. I'm going to scream if I want to. I'm not yelling at you. I'm not communicating with you. I'm yelling because I can't take it. I'm going to throw my It doesn't make me psycho. It makes me human. She's owning her shadow. Yeah. She's embracing her shadow and it's, it's working. Winnie goes, the point is that there is pain between you two. Winnie, shut Winnie, the, fuck, shut the up. fuck up. Go to bed. Go to bed. Go to sleep. I this mean, is this like, is my phone background. This is like a cover of some, oh my God, this it's amazing. This is a cover of Vogue. Yeah. 
It's gorgeous. She goes, I just don't know how much more I can take. I've taken the brunt of so much. She has. She really has. She's, She's a middle child. She says, I have a John, Jack, and Henry. They're all I fucking have. I love them so much. They're like, all I motherfucking have. <laughs> this music. I have taken the brunt of so much. I need to I call my husband. <laughs> that was real. I love as, as real as it gets. Yeah. That was as real as it gets with Miss Barlow. I saw her, like, I had a flash to her as a child, just like running from her family. The drama. In Long Island. I love this. I also love Jen being like, okay, here's my last shot. <laughs> Here's my last shot at getting this to be about me. <laughs> what can I say? She goes, where are my fucking family? <laughs> she goes, oh, she's a... F- <laughs> all you have is your family. Well, guess what? All literally, literally all I have is my f***ing husband and my kids. Everything's been taken away from me. Everything. And I've never seen anything like that in my life. I love Meredith just moving next to her and going like this. (laughs) Supportive queen. That's who you want in a time of crisis. A limp hand on your shoulder. And you look up and the woman is wearing a hat half on her head and a little bit half off. She goes, all I have are my fucking family. All I have is my family. All I literally have. You're like, we know. (laughs) You did this to yourself. yourself. (laughs) But we love her. God, we love her. Problematic queen. This is Uh, also... This is art. This is like a... This is like a two-headed, like, minotaur. They look like Roman... This is Grecian. It's Roman, like, it's... You know how every house had, like, a demigod that looked over it? Yeah, It that's... was, like, a wine god looking over, like, a house. Mm-hmm. That's Heather, and then Whitney's the underworld. <laughs> Look how beautiful that is. They are one. They're gorgeous. Who said that I you have it. heard Let that me. she is, in fact, a whore? I said there are rumors out there that pertain to that exact word. That is correct. What if Lisa's a whore? I don't. What if Lisa? What if she is a whore? What if Lisa is a whore? Who fucking cares? I love. What if she is a whore? Heather supports sex work. Yeah. Woo! So what? I love Meredith being like. Yes, I, that's true. Yes, I did, but it was a loose and vague allusion to her being a whore that I neither confirmed nor, nor denied. denied. Oh, but you said it. Look at this. Look at that shot too. It looks like it's like and he's going out of her body. Yeah. <laughs> She's astral projecting. She is. Fuck. And then Heather goes, Whitney, just drink. 
I need your no. time. Just, just drink. No. We need Eat a... your fish. Okay, I will do it. I'll do it, but I won't like it. That's, those are the people at, like, Carbone. Another bottle of wine? Sure. You know what? Bottle. We'll take a bottle of white. We've got a tab. Do you have a nice dessert white? Yeah. I love it. I'm 24. Me. Sad yeah. baby opening the wine. Mmm. Sad sexy baby. That's really cute. Yeah. And then Heather's like, she starts accusing Heather of being like, you were with me when we spotted this guy. And Heather just, she's confirming nor, did, nor yeah. So Whitney says that Heather was standing with her when Angie Harrington said... We were two rows ahead, taking and a selfie. And she was there. You saw that with your own eyes. And <laughs> Heather's like, I didn't. I would say it if I did, but I literally didn't. And then Heather breaks. Because I stood courtside at the jazz game with Angie, and she told us that. I sat next to Angie and Chris, and you were two rows back on the other side. When did Meredith. she say, oh, when we were walking off and taking a selfie, and she goes, that's who Lisa sleeps with for the jazz tickets. Wait, what? Well, guess what? I didn't hear that If I had, I would have too, because I love sitting courtside. you for calling me a liar. You called me a liar. God damn you. I love that. She goes, well, guess what? She goes, if I saw it, I would have loved it because I love sitting courtside. I would have fucked them too. I didn't hear that fucking nugget. God damn you. God damn you. I also love how earlier she was like, fucking for jazz tickets. (laughs) She's like, maybe the Lakers are sitting next to Jack Nicholson, but not... The no jazz. one's because no one's getting on their knees for a pair of jazz tickets. <laughs> that's true. That's how you know this is a vicious rumor started by one Meredith Marks trying to take down the one Lisa Barlow and meet Nancy Drew on the case time and time again. Always and forevermore. I guys. will solve them, guys. Wow. Woo! We did it! We fucking did it. We broke the Bowery. We broke the Bowery. We fucking broke the house down the Bowery tonight. One more, one last little thing. One last little moment. (laughs) We all know I love a spooky figure too. We love a little treat. A little treat that I got today at Dwayne Reed in Union Square. (laughs) Next to my favorite place in New York City, the DSW. Which has the best view. When you go to the top and you look out, it has an amazing view. I spent a lot of time there. Carrie, I was texting him. I was like, I think I have to go to DSW to get some boots. And then I was like, really not wanting to go. And Mr. Sheridan Tribeca chimes in. He goes, it's gorgeous there. It has a great view. He goes, he goes I used to go there to meditate. Yeah. Where though? You would go Did up. You sit in no, the you aisle? Sit, no, you just go up and like look out. You go up to the escalators, and there's like it's on the second floor. And when I would go, I'd usually be buying catering shoes, and I would just take a moment and like you would meditate, come to peace with what I was about to do. I love that because it's New York, baby. Okay, so who who here is the spookiest ghost in who um. Let's think of something better. 
Okay, come here, come here. Come here. Don't say it. My don't, parents are here. Don't do it. Shut the fuck up. We are not talking about those with parents and the. Is there a birthday in the audience? Does anyone have a birthday? By the name of... Connor? Connor? Is Connor in the house? Is Connor in the house? Oh, okay. Oh. Oh, Connor. Hi. No, uh, it's someone's... Okay, we got a a request to to say happy birthday to someone, but I guess he didn't make it. But is it anyone else's birthday? Where are you sitting? Where, Where are you? He? Get over here! Get up here, I'm Connor! Sick of being Your boyfriend Gabe wishes not you a happy birthday! I think Gabe. Gabe? Gabe. Connor. Hap- Hello. Uh- <laughs> Is it your birthday? In five days, I turn 22. You're amazing. Thank you so very much. Will you go buy yourself three bottles of wine at Carbone? I will. Do you want to take this spooky balloon for your birthday? Happy Halloween and happy Happy birthday! birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday from us and the wildest of Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Yes, Shaw Store! Yes, Shaw Jersey Shaw, bitch. Guys, thank you so much for coming. This was amazing. This is a beautiful, beautiful night. Thank you so much. We love much. you all so much. And thank you to everyone at the Bowery Ballroom. We love you. Yeah, thank you. What a show. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Savadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast.